Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just For Today. I am Steph Granger, therapeutic mentor, and I am delighted that you are here. My intention for the Just For Today podcast is to inspire, empower, share my knowledge, tools and techniques, as well as what some may call my wisdom to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. Each episode, I will dig into the lessons I have learned, either through client work or personal experiences or sometimes both. And most importantly, share tangible tools for you to take away in order for you to truly live in the present just for today. So let's not waste any more time and get into the show. Hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome back. Lovely to have you join me again. This week is a juicy topic. And the reason I've picked this is because I talk about this subject a lot with clients and personal experiences that I've had with this. And I was last week working in a corporate environment with my buddy, Danielle, and this came up a lot. So let's just get into it, shall we? This week's topic is the word conflict. It's a juicy word, isn't it? So when you hear that word, what immediately comes to mind for you? Because I'm guaranteeing that some of you are going, oh, no, mm-mm. no, no, don't like conflict, dislike conflict, will not engage in conflict. So just think about what immediately comes to mind when you hear that word. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because my personal experience with conflict is previously not to engage in it. Like, what's the point? It makes me feel uncomfortable. It makes me upset. I just don't want to engage in it whatsoever. And I felt like that for a very long time. It would be something that I would avoid at all costs. I would compromise myself, bend over backwards to avoid it or eliminate it as well. So it wouldn't be that I was just avoiding it. I was also trying to prevent it from happening. So again, you know, people pleasing and saying yes when I actually mean no for the fear of what if, you know, that whole cycle that you get yourself into. So conflict was something that had you asked me about 10 years ago, what did you think about conflict? I'd have said, oh, no, mm -mm." really uncomfortable with it. Going to avoid it at all costs. Thank you very much. So that's my personal experience with it. And also the reoccurring trend I see with my clients is they feel very similar. I don't like it. I'm not comfortable with it. Um, And when we dig into that, it will be the way that they have understood and learnt and what conflict looks like to them. Because I believe that conflict is a learned behaviour and that we are conditioned by exhibitions of conflict in our lifetime. So if you think back to your parents or people in your life of influence, if you think back to how they communicated in the space of conflict, what comes up for you? Because for me, around the, the time of my parents' divorce, it was really painful. The communication was really painful. And it was coming from a place of sadness, heartbreak, frustration, anger. So the the conversations that were being had weren't effective, weren't solution focused. They were, I'm really angry with you and now I'm going to tell you exactly why I'm angry or hurt or you know, insert that emotion, whatever fits in there for you. Because most people are communicating in the space of destructive conflict. So I'm going to define this for you. There's destructive conflict and there's constructive conflict. 
So most of us will have experienced or be experiencing destructive conflict. And this is, well, usually occurs when we've reached tipping point, And I'm going to explain that in a little bit. The straw that broke the camel's back. And destructive conflict usually comes in the form of raised voices, lack of openness and willingness to learn, reluctance to understand another's perspective. And it genuinely leaves those involved in the process feeling very, very uncomfortable inside, internally, in their heads, in their bodies. I mean, I don't know about you, but destructive conflict just makes my body hurt. It gives my head pain. It gives my chest pain. It puts that pit of, that feeling in the pit of your stomach, like that flip, that lurch that just goes. When I think, used to think about it or used to, when I used to be engaging in destructive conflict. So it is coming from that exasperated place. Now, if we think about constructive conflict, this is on the opposite end of that continuum. If you think about a big long line at one side and I I see constructive being at the beginning of the left hand side of that line and destructive being far right of that line and when we flip into destructive we as I say get into that uncomfortable space of anger frustration sadness and, and all of those things however constructive is coming from a place of openness and balance when we enter into it we're debating a subject or a a situation or an experience so we're actually bringing things to the table with a different intention you know when we're coming into constructive conflict we're wanting an outcome we're wanting to understand another's position and their perspective so we're coming from a very very different place now that all being said It doesn't mean that this is still comfortable for many. And for me, even though at all opportunities I intend to engage in constructive conflict, it's still not a comfortable experience for me to do that. So when I want to um, communicate with Grange, my husband, I don't enjoy it. I still feel uncomfortable. I still have that funny feeling in the pit of my stomach. But I understand the absolute necessity to have an effective relationship with my husband or with a colleague or with a friend or with my children I know that it's a necessity to have that discussion in order for our relationship to be effective so I find my way of doing it and this doesn't have to be sitting at a table or wherever like face to face you know, I find it much easier to communicate through the use of my words in writing. So if I'm feeling a certain feeling and it's affecting a relationship of mine, I will reach out via text or I will reach out via email. Because actually this can be a really effective way of communicating constructively. And what I mean by that is certainly in, in my husband's um, world, in his arena, he's very analytical. He's very subjective. He's very, has a, he's a very open person. And I know he will read my words, like truly read my words. And he'll know the sentiment that is behind those words. And then we engage in a really constructive discussion. He doesn't have to agree with me, of course. But it's just that he has that openness to hear and 
really understand me. So that's the way that I find comfort in communicating effectively things that I believe I need to bring to the table. But I don't enjoy it. So conflict often occurs when our needs and our feelings and our voices are not being heard. And often we just suppress it and we suck it up, um, putting our needs at the bottom of the pile for the fear of if we did express our needs, what might come as a result of that. But this is where resentment and frustration enters the arena. Because when we do suppress, when we don't use our voice or when we don't communicate effectively, it just boils up and boils up and boils up inside of us, which is really unhelpful. Because then what happens is we just build layer upon layer upon layer. And what could have been communicated effectively at the beginning of a day, shall we say, by 7pm that end of that day, we are so frustrated and angry by that point that we go into that destructive arena. Because we actively, whether we realise it or not, when we're feeling undervalued, unappreciated, not listen to all of those emotions when we're feeling them what we do unconsciously is gather evidence to back up that belief any beliefs we hold we're always looking to back up those beliefs with data so what we'll do is we start to notice little things so in my case if I'm feeling unappreciated in my home and I start my day feeling like that if I don't communicate that off the bat what I'll start to do is notice bowls being left on the side and not put in the dishwasher certain things not being done toilet rolls not being replaced when they run you know all of the little things that we can laugh at most of the time but then they just start to build and build and build and build if you imagine like lego and or building blocks and the build the one at the bottom starts with you know that fear of um lack of appreciation and then we start gathering data we're just putting another block above it and then another one on top another one on top to the point where it tips and when we hit tipping point which is where we've basically stacked up layer upon layer of frustration anger whatever the emotion is at that point we tip over and we tip over completely irrationally and in that moment we could be screaming about the fact that someone's left their pants on the floor when actually if we track it back what we're actually feeling is completely unappreciated in that moment. So I give my clients a tipping point tool, which allows them to recognize when their needs aren't being met so they can begin to get more self-aware and more curious. Um, and I'm happy to share this tool with you. And if this would be something that would be useful for you, I'm going to put a link to my Dropbox folder in the show notes where I'm going to place this document and it will be exactly what I've just explained it. It is bricks that are, it's a visualization, a visual tool, which you can write on the bricks. So it's, it's getting you to the point where you start tracking back. Where did this emotion start? Because all I've done is build upon this feeling today. I've just gathered the data. So what that does is allow you to start noticing your feelings. Because I talk about this all the time. There's so much importance in understanding our emotions and not just all the good ones like I said in last week's podcast the ones that are uncomfortable as well it's really really important to lean into all of those and when we start to do those that we can get really curious about why we're feeling the way we are so the tool is really effective for you to start tracking back where did this start for me where did I start to feel what I feel now today so I hope this has been really helpful for you if you want to divulge into this subject any further you can of course come over and speak to me on my socials and in my free Facebook group you can always email me as well steph at stephgranger.co.uk but just for today I want you to 
get curious as to if and why conflict is an area of uncomfortable for you. Listen to the dialogue in your head when you think about raising something with another. What is your fear saying to you? And then set the intention each day to notice the trigger stacks as they begin to build, as well as areas that you're compromising yourself and why are you doing that? So that's your homework for this week. I also wanted to just share with you, last week in the podcast I mentioned Pause and Reconnect, which is my beautiful offering for 2023. Now, this is not a retreat in its typical sense. This is not a workshop. This is not a networking event. This is an experience for you. A retreat for your mind and body. And there will be you before and you after. With Pause and Reconnect, I'm providing you with the opportunity to take a pause in time to be, to be part of a community, to give and receive support and to feel heard and feel inspired and to ultimately feel empowered as you walk away at the end of the day, feeling lighter with self-help, tangible tools to keep you moving forward, one foot in front of another, just for today. I'm so excited to share this with you as bringing women together like this brings me so much joy. So come and be more you in 2023. I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you can go and read more about this amazing monthly retreat that I'm going to be doing. So I would love to have you join me. Thank you for being here and listening in. I am so, so grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you. I would love to hear from you about topics you would like me to dive into. And you can connect with me on the socials at I am Steph Granger. So before you go, let me leave you with this final thought. Just for today, be present in your life. Engage your senses, see what you see, hear what you hear, and feel what you feel. And really notice what is right in front of you. Because one thing we truly know to be true is that we only have now. Take care. Until next time.